0: The following message by Apostle Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, making him known to others, and spreading the kingdom message around the world. Check out our website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from The Kingdom Voice.
1: And this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread across the world.
2: Stop what you're doing and clear your schedule. You don't want to miss this life-changing event. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels? Do you feel like every year is just like the year before? Are you stuck and can't move your life in the direction of your destiny? You are not alone. People all around the world are verbalizing their frustration with not being able to move their lives in the direction that makes their dreams a reality. Well, we have your solution. Join us February 19th through the 23rd for not just another conference, but an experience that will transform your leadership ability. At the Power of Visionary Leadership Conference, you will learn from leadership experts how to move from ordinary to extraordinary leadership in your ministry, business, finances, family, and health. Join us as leadership guru, Dr. Dana Carson, with over 35 years of executive leadership experience and his extraordinary life experiences from a high school dropout to eight college degrees, shares with you, along with other leadership experts, how to get things done. For more information, visit drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Coming up today, Dr. Dana Carson will teach us that in order to have an extraordinary year, you must do extraordinary things. Extraordinary, not the same things. See, the enemy, he put you in prison so you
1: couldn't praise. And so as long as you don't praise, you stay in prison. But if you wanna get out of prison, you better learn how to praise. You better learn how to get your advantage together. I said, listen, they stayed in that upper room praising for 50 days. You wanna get a breakthrough? You wanna get a break in? You wanna get a break out? You better learn how to praise when things in your life are incarcerating you.
2: As we are in the process of becoming, we must have a vision of the future. In essence, we must have a plan. We must work the plan diligently, never doubting the plan, and the plan will come to pass. In today's message, Dr. Carson teaches us the kingdom power of strategy. Before we jump into today's message, we want to let you know that you can go even deeper into your understanding of this kingdom message through the Kingdom Bible Study Guide, Kingdom Startup. This Bible study guide is written with you in mind to assist you through devotions and in-depth studying of your faith. Visit our website, drdanacarson.org, to order your copy today. Now, let's tune in to what God has to say to us through the ministry of Dr. Dana Carson. If you're going to succeed,
1: you must have a sense of inner confidence and courage that speaks to your ability to be able to trust the hand and the help of God to do great things. You gotta have confidence. Look to your neighbor and say, you gotta have confidence. See, listen, you cannot be the kind of person that always needs your mama, your daddy, your friend to, to encourage you. You know, you're not gonna be successful like that. You've gotta learn the art of encouraging yourself. The Bible says, that those that used to at one upon at once once upon a time that encouraged David when their lives fell apart they blamed David and David encouragers became his accusers. What do you do when your encouragers become your accusers? So then, do you just not be encouraged? The Bible says, but David encouraged himself. In the Lord You've got to learn how to have a session with you And you come up out of the room And you fire up You're charged You can't be a codependent On somebody else's Encouragement Man if I had you around me All the time I would make it Well you ain't going to never make it Why? Because I ain't going to be around you all the time Because that ain't my purpose That ain't what I'm called to do I got other things to do. You better learn how to be around yourself and get encouraged. If being with you discourages you, then I don't want to be with you. Because if you discourage yourself, what do you think you're going to do to me? You're going to drain me. See, you've got to have inner confidence. you got to have it. You got you you got to have it. You got to have. It. See, this is what God told Joshua. Only. It's just what he said. Only. He said, if you can do this, we're going to make it. Only be strong and courageous. See, you can't succeed without inner confidence. Now, listen. There's nothing wrong with being. Uh, intimidated sometimes, fearful sometimes, just as long as intimidation and fear does not paralyze you. See, you have to understand this is why Paul said in Philippians 4 and 13, I can. See? See, right there. See, you many of us can't say that. So it's something negative to you. To God be the glory. He can. Well, Paul said, I can. See, you got to get some I can in your life. Y'all don't like me now. You got to get some I can in your dang old life. It ain't always he can. You got to get some I can. Then you understand why you can. I can do all things through Christ what? Who strengthens me, not strengthens himself, because God strengthens me, I can do it. Turn and touch somebody say, so I can do it. Say it like you mean it, I can do it. Come on, say so I can move from where I am. I can get to another place. I can do it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Now Ephesians 3 and 20 says Now to him Who's able To do Exceedingly abundantly Above all that you ask Or think According To the power That is at work In me you need to understand God has made the investment in you and now you've got as you deal with life and you deal with your future you've got to get a I can spirit tell somebody yes I can can. see let me tell you something going nowhere people that have no strategies can't stand an I can person. They think you're arrogant. They think you're proud. So what you want me to be? An I can't person? Hey, I, 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 I deserve to be on the bottom. My middle name is Shrimp Catfish. Dana Shrimp Catfish Carson. I belong at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, I, I, know, I know Charlie. some of y'all don't know Charlie the tuna of the sea (laughs) so you've got to have an internal power and drive then you must overcome which requires persistence and resilience simply put You must fight. See, that's one of the problems. See, some of you all, you talk noise until you find out life punches. And he would be like, hold on. I didn't know I was getting myself high. Hey! Whoa! That hurt! You thought all that talk was going to exempt you from a fight. See, that's what happened with Israel. See, they were talking that noise, had that gold, grabbed that stuff, walked across that Red Sea. And they was like, yeah, yeah, we bad. You know it. We bad. You know it. God said, yeah, go take Canaan. we going to take Canaan. Go take Can-. it. It trying to up in here. There's big things in here. We're like grasshoppers. Hold on, they're going to step on us. When they saw the potential resistance that was against them, they downsized themselves, became small in their own sight. In order to win and overcome, you must compete, believe, fight. What a strategy. When God approaches his projects, he does so strategically and methodically. He carefully planned out creation strategically. He declared the end at the beginning. Christ was slain before the foundation of the world. Redemption was God's strategic plan to save the sinner. The tabernacle, the feast, the priesthood were all strategic pieces that led to the salvation of the world. The salvation was strategic in that God saved uh, the world through the Jews with the Sinaitic covenant and saved the world with the New Testament covenant. God strategically executes The plan of salvation through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David, and then Jesus. The gospel begins in Matthew uh, with 42 strategic generations of the Messiah. The process of getting Israel into Egypt was a strategy that involved Joseph and had a strategy to get them out of Egypt. Which involved Moses. He had a strategy to get them into Canaan. Which involved ten cities under Joshua. He had strategy to bring them forth through the Messiah as the son of man and the son of God. Strategy is God's way of execution. Our text. Jesus teaches us the power of strategy. He tells us to begin by putting the kingdom of God first and all things would be added to us. Then he tells us that we have to learn to be, a faith, be faithful over a few things and then he'll makes, make us rulers over many. God works with you strategically. You don't put the kingdom first, you don't get things added. You don't learn how to manage a little things, you never get a lot of things God operates methodically and strategically thus our beginning strategy involves with prioritization of the kingdom of God and faithfulness over whatever God sovereignly chooses to give to us seeking the kingdom involves seeking the rule and the reign of God in our lives and becoming his tamadim his disciples that means uh It is the plan of God that before you begin to get all that God has for you, you have to first become a disciple. And the discipleship is a process. It's a strategy. You don't join a church and then become an overnight wonder and then you'll become a two-day blunder because it's a process. So it's a strategy. God has a strategy, a strategy of making us what he wants us to be. The Bible says that we're to humble ourselves under the almighty hand of God, and in due season, He will exalt you. God is working with your life strategically, and Satan's working against your life methodically. So, you need to understand Satan has a strategy to destroy you, and God has a strategy to bring you to destiny. But you have to understand it's a process, you've got to understand that Jesus instructs the tamadim or the disciples (coughs) to take the gospel of the kingdom around the world as a witness now he then tells them to make disciples of every nation teaching and baptizing them and he says and I'll be with you always however our text suggests that That in order to take the gospel uh, global, God presented a a strategy for global for global evangelism. You don't just take the gospel around the world; there has to be a strategy. So Luke tells us this concerning the strategy of God. The Bible says the first point, the first part of the strategy to take the gospel to the world was. He opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures and know that the Torah as, uh, of Moshe or Moses and the prophets and Psalms had to be fulfilled. Thus, the very first thing he does, he says, you cannot take the gospel of the kingdom around the world and your mind ain't been opened. So the first thing he has to do is he has to open a closed subjective mind that can hear from the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to tell you now, if you want to be in God's will, you got to understand God will God's will involves Working with a strategy now we know about working with strategy in your life But we're talking about not working with strategy in the kingdom. You cannot do what God has called you to do if Strategy is annoying to you if strategy is offensive to you or if strategy You don't have time for well the disciples could not fulfill the command of God until God first Open their mind. Look to your neighbor and say. You got to open your mind. You got to open your mind. (laughs) Listen you cannot fulfill God's purpose over your life this year. And you still don't have the ability to understand scripture. Now if you open up your mind. And let that mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. God will give you revelation. God will give you understanding. God will give you insight into his word. So that's. That's the starting point then too, the text tells us that Jesus said that it was necessary for the Messiah to suffer and rise on the third day. Now then the second thing Jesus teaches us is that redemption is all about him. So that's when he opens your mind, you need to understand that it was necessary for him to die for you to be saved, which means you got to get rid of all of your self righteousness. You got to get all of that. Get rid of all that sniffing on yourself. You got to get rid of all that. I want that back. It was necessary. When you look at your life It was necessary that he die See some of you try to act like You don't need the death And the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Because morally You got this thing under control But it says it was necessary I don't know about you I can just talk about me Yeah, When it comes to what Dana needs for his life It was necessary I needed him to die for me Because I wasn't fit To die for myself Look to your neighbor, say it was necessary, it was necessary. See, that's a part of the strategy of God. He opens your mind, and when he opens your mind, then you understand it was necessary for him to die. Some of us live like we don't need them, some of us live like now that we're saved and we got this thing. But the Bible says it was it was necessary. When you consider your attitude, it was When you consider your lack of discipline, it was When you consider your attitude, it was Necessary, necessary Touch somebody and just testify And tell them, if I ever was going to be saved It was necessary That he died He was buried And he was raised on the third day Come on, say it was necessary. Not only was it necessary for him to die, it was also necessary for him to ascend. Because it was necessary for him to die, but the Bible says he lives to make intercession for me according to the will of God. It was necessary for him to die, and it was necessary for him to ascend. him on the cross. I also need him right now on the throne. Touch somebody and say it was necessary. Come on, say it was necessary, it was necessary. See, when you understand this, you'll stop being so hard on yourself. You'll stop throwing in the towel. You'll stop quitting. And you'll understand it was necessary Look to your neighbor and say No matter where you are tonight You're coming out of this Because he died for your sin He suffered because of your sin But on the third day He raised because of your sin Your be Will be becoming Let me finish y'all sit down. Let me finish Thus, the text then teaches us that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. See, this is his strategy. He says, in order to spread what you have found to be true, as my witnesses, I need somebody to preach repentance and Then the remission of sins. Repentance. Then the remission of sin. Repentance. Then the remission of sin. Once you change your mind. Metanoia. Once you turn from your old way of thinking. And then turn. Shuv. Towards God. Then there is remission of sin. Not just turning in circles. But turning from one thing turning to another thing once you turn from god to once you turn from yourself to god god then forgives every sin that you have committed and as long as you keep turning to god he'll forgive every sin that you commit are you hearing me he first dies for your sin nature and then he lives because of your sin nature (laughs) Thus, it says, behold, I send the promise of the father, but you must tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So listen to what he says. It's a strategy. I want you to go and I want you to win the world, but not yet. It's a process. I want you to do all of this, but you can't go until you get the power. Look to your neighbor. Say you can't go yet. Can't go yet. There's, a There's a strategy. See, see, see. That's what you know. I. You know it's hard to fight. Uh, you know, and I'm speaking metaphorically, but it's hard to fight with undisciplined soldiers. You know, we 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 say we're gonna keep rank. Ain't nobody gonna nobody gonna move into a certain thing because. Strategically, if we get within this range, then our plan will work. But if we unleash back here, we're going to get slotted. And then you go with people that's undisciplined and they back here. And just because somebody threw a rock, they break formation and goes windmilling. <laughs> go windmilling, you know, just fighting. They're going to get us all killed. See, and that's how the church is. It goes out and it starts trying to convert the sinner when they ain't got the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. You convert it, but you ain't feel. Now, the disciples were converted, but they wouldn't feel. And so he said, yes, remember he breathed and said, receive ye the spirit. They had the spirit of God, but they were not filled with the spirit of God. And so therefore they didn't experience the baptism in the Holy Ghost. The same writer Luke tells us about this uh, strategy because God said, he says, go to Jerusalem First, start in Jerusalem, then go to the uttermost parts of the world. See, our mission is a strategic mission. We're supposed to start in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. Thus, God's strategy begins with Pentecost. Once you are saved, then God says you've got to get filled. So we have a church that doesn't believe in the power of Pentecost. You don't believe in the Pentecostal experience, but God told the disciples, don't you dare go out to nowhere until you are clothed with power from on high. Just because somebody told you, if you don't speak in tongues, you ain't saved. So now you you call the Bible a liar rather than them being a liar because they didn't know what they were talking about. And so you turn negative to leg speech. But when you look at Pentecost, on the day of Pentecost, they were all on one accord. And the Bible says that there was a sound as a mighty rushing wind. <laughs> and that there was like a fire that set upon each one of them and all of them together. They got an individual anointing and a corporate anointing simultaneously. And they ran out of that room with power, but there will be no power if there is no Pentecost. It's a part of the strategy. I wish I, listen, it's a part of the strategy. There will be no power if there is no Pentecost. Jesus didn't begin his Galilean ministry until he had his Jordan experience and the spirit of God came upon him as a dove and after the spirit came upon him without measure then he went into the wilderness and he had to deal with the devil it's a strategy you get filled with the power of the Pentecostal power and then you learn how to fight the devil see until you can fight the devil you'll never bring any one to the Lord. Until you can fight the devil, you'll never fulfill the great commission because you can't fight the devil for somebody else when you cannot fight him for yourself. <laughs> Thus, I'm closing here. Has to be Pentecost then power. And then the strategy that gives you an advantage over the enemy when you read the rest of the verse it says that they went out worshiping and praising God see that's how you get an advantage over the enemy no matter what he sends your way praise (laughs) no matter what's going on in your life praise now If you cannot praise when you got bad things happening, you lose advantage. But when you can praise when a lot of bad things are happening, then you get advantage. That's the reason the Bible says put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. See, Paul and Silas got out of prison because they got the advantage. The prison cell was meant to break them. It was meant to discourage them. It was meant to make them feel like this was a waste of time. But the Bible says at midnight. At the darkest hour of their life. At midnight. The Bible says they got an advantage. They start singing praises unto the Lord. And then once they started singing praises to God. The Bible says that the earth started shaking. See the enemy He put you in prison so you couldn't praise. And so as long as you don't praise, you stay in prison. But if you want to get out of prison, you better learn how to praise. You better learn how to get your advantage together. I said, listen, they stayed in that upper room praising for 50 days. You want to get a breakthrough? You want to get a break in? You want to get a break out? You better learn how to praise when things in your life are incarcerating you. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I know you're going through. I know you're having funny money. I know you're having pain that ain't gain. I know you're going through, but I dare you tonight to open up your mouth. Lift up your hands and give God some crazy praise. Give God a praise that confuses the enemy. He doesn't know why you're praising. But you're being competitive. You got an offensive competitive strategy. And my, my strategy tonight is to give God the praise. No matter what's going on. No matter what I'm going through, praise the Lord.
2: To hear this message in its entirety, visit drdanacarson.org and search for the power of strategy. If you would like to go even further in your understanding of the kingdom of God, we invite you to enroll in the online kingdom Bible university. Check this out.
0: Are you ready to experience a greater dimension to God? The Kingdom Bible University was birthed to meet the needs of today's Kingdom believers that have busy lives with family, career, and ministry. At KBU, we desire to see you fulfill your kingdom mandate and live to your Christ-centered full potential. Through KBU, you can achieve the kingdom knowledge and empowerment of the Bible that will enhance your spiritual life. KBU is your right choice for a kingdom education that is affordable, reliable, and accessible just for you. Find more information about KBU at KingdomBibleUniversity.com and watch God transform your life one kingdom learning opportunity at a time.
2: Before we end this broadcast, we would like to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. Please repeat this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you now acknowledging that I am a sinner and in need of your grace. Save me, Lord. Make me clean. All that I am, all that I have, I give to you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Now, if you said this prayer, we celebrate with you. We invite you to join online to further your kingdom journey at www.therockwoi.com and click on Join Online. We would love to assist you through your new kingdom life. Now, through broadcasts like this, we are spreading the kingdom message in its original Jewish context around the world. Now, as you partner with this mega ministry, you will experience a new level of purpose and impact in your own sphere of influence. DCKM partners help make greater empowerment available to others, which in turn, you will find yourself empowered to operate on new levels of influence and impact. We invite you to partner today with Dana Carson Kingdom Ministries and watch God revolutionize and transform your life through the power of the Holy Spirit. Visit www.drdanacarson.org to partner with us today. Well, that concludes today's broadcast. Thank you for listening to the ministry of Dr. Dana Carson. Until next time, may the kingdom of God rule and reign in your hearts and minds.
0: The preceding message by Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, make him known to others, and spread the kingdom message around the world. Check out his website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from the kingdom voice. Become a DCKM Partner today and make a difference in the world around you at www.drdanacarson.org.
2: Stop what you're doing and clear your schedule. You don't want to miss this life-changing event. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels? Do you feel like every year is just like the year before? Are you stuck and can't move your life in the direction of your destiny? You are not alone. People all around the world are verbalizing their frustration with not being able to move their lives in the direction that makes their dreams a reality. Well, we have your solution. Join us February 19th through the 23rd for not just another conference, but an experience that will transform your leadership ability. At the Power of Visionary Leadership Conference, you will learn from leadership experts how to move from ordinary to extraordinary leadership in your ministry, business, finances, family, and health. Join us as leadership guru, Dr. Dana Carson, with over 35 years of executive leadership experience and his extraordinary life experiences from a high school dropout to eight college degrees, shares with you, along with other leadership experts, how to get things done. For more information, visit drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org.